We are live this Monday morning. Welcome back to the work week. I hope you had some rest, some recreation, some fun. I hope that you are ready to get it in for the week. We are going to talk about, um, do you really want to be a millionaire? No, who wants to? Who wants, wants to, be a, to be a millionaire? Do you want to? Maybe. And then mindset. Mindset. We're going to work on our mindset, but that's the central question. Who even wants to do that? We'll be right back in a moment. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. All right, good morning, Millionaire millionaire Melissa, Millionaire Mindset. She says, I want to be a million dollar. Well, I think you bet you want to be a millionaire. You want to be a million dollar. I want to be a million dollar. <laughs> I want to be a million dollar Melissa. Okay. Oh, a million dollar Melissa. I yeah. like it. <laughs> Are you sure, Melissa? Are you sure you want that? Are you sure you about that life? About that life. Mm-mm-mm. You know, um, first off, hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. <laughs> Welcome back to Monday morning. Your work week begins, for some of you anyway, not everybody. But I'm so happy to be back here on a Monday. Um, I got good sleep. How about you, baby? I got a, I did get a little bit okay sleep last night. Yes. Whoop. That's her typical morning yawn for the show. That is my yawn for you guys, but I am rested. I think I'm taking in too much air at one time or something. I don't know what it is that's got me you yawning. Take singing lessons again. Because if you take singing lessons again, you'll start breathing deeper and it'll become a habit. I mean, you'll become better at it. So we're talking about your mindset. First of all, do you have a millionaire mindset? If you want to be a millionaire, do you have a millionaire mindset? Do you have a mindset for accomplishing whatever your goal is? Yes. Um, I think the, the topic today is bigger about the way we think. Our mindset conversation is bigger, you know. If you grew up in an environment where you didn't see success and you heard a whole lot of things like, we can't afford that, we can't afford that, we can't afford that, we ain't got money for that. Are you crazy? We ain't got no money for that. You think money grew on the trees? You can't afford that. If you grew up with that being the pervasive dominant thought in your household, it's going to affect you. It's going to become a part of who you are. Because what you focus on expands. Mm-hmm. What you focus on grows. And if you focus on lack, then that will be the prevalent thought that you experience over and over again. Yeah. Um, good morning. Uh, happy Monday, fun day. Yes, it is. And so so before we delve too deeply, how was your weekend? Again, now I was telling, Lisa and I was talking before the show started. I had a very, very good weekend for me. I spent a lot of time in thought this mm-hmm. weekend. Um, when, Friday night, we went on a date to, with uh, Chef Rev and his beautiful wife. Um, her name? Belle. Belle. Chef Rev and Belle. And we had us a great time. We went and saw Mr. George Woolborn in comedy. 
and he was phenomenal. I laughed so hard, and for so long, I was tired. You ever get tired from laughing? I don't, but I experienced and witnessed him getting tired of laughing. It was hilarious. The entire, <laughs> his entire set was one laugh after the other, and observational laughs. And he knew how to control the crowd, too. Just Absolutely. It was amazing. Good morning, Cece. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning, today. Cecilia. How you doing? Yep. So how was your weekend? We're going to get into it. We're going to talk mindset things. And if you really, do you want to be a millionaire? That's our topic. But first, we're going to talk about our weekend. How was your weekend? Did you do anything cool? Did you have any fun? Did you get any recreation in? So Friday, George Wilborn show. What do you remember most about the show? That it was it was nonstop laughs. It was it was observational humor, which is my first my 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 favorite kind of humor, and that he was hilarious. Now check this: when we first checked in, Charlie, what's up, Mister Currents? How you doing? Yeah, he is a funny guy. Oh man, let me tell you how funny he is in a minute. But um, when we got there, you know, um, we checked in with our names, and I was the first person in line. It was all four of us there. And they said, um, do you mind sitting up close? And I'm like, sure, we don't mind sitting close. But we didn't realize how <laughs> close. We were practically sitting on the stage. I'm certainly glad. We were the closest thing you could get to the stage. Oh, I can reach over and touch the mic stand. We were practically on the stage. I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, that was really, really close. <laughs> Uh, and the Comedy Zone, that's where we went to, Charlotte's Comedy Zone. It's not that small as far as comedy clubs are considered. Mm -hmm. So it was a really, really close. <laughs> like, in order to get out of my seat to leave, yes. I had to walk on the stage. She had to walk on the stage to get around the table. Come on. That's how close we were. Okay, so. Um, I should have took a picture on the stage. You should have. We could have done I that. I didn't even think about it. Um, well, we'll go again. So, But um, it was so funny. Um, of course, now, because you're so close, you're involved in their set. Well, you're in danger of being <laughs> even more involved in their set. So that was uh, the first thought was like, oh, my God, what have we gotten ourselves into? Lisa and I's um, masks that we wear, they're like long. They look like bandanas almost they're they're like uh, like robbers would wear typically in bank robbery scenes in the old west movies so i got that one joke I mean, you look like you're dressed to go rob a 7-eleven is what someone when the comedian said to me oh but the bigger God. one was george wilborn where he picked off he picked at a white guy over that side of the room his name was joe okay and he says of course your name is joe and then he picked me and he says what's your name and i thought it'd be funny i said brian he goes, yeah, but nobody call you Brian. What do they call you? I and said, the audience said, B. B. <laughs> 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 it was funny. Melissa did her uh, Halloween setup. She said she she finished setting up for Halloween and took the kids kayaking on the lake wow. Saturday. They had a lot of smiles this weekend, and she's appreciative of the weekend time with kids now that they're in school. Yes, this is the first <laughs> That's year. That's an amazing weekend. This is the first year that you have weekend kids because you were a homeschool mom for all these years. I know that's got to be cool. If that's the case, when your children get off on the weekends uh, after going to the school this mm -hmm. time instead of just being educated, 
Um, that's a fantastic weekend. We went kayaking. What? <laughs> On the lake Saturday. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm going thank you for telling us about that. Um, and yes, uh, uh, Charlie, um, Chef Rev um, is very, very funny. Let me tell you, he brought me a gift. He brought me a gift. I almost want to go downstairs and get it and bring it back upstairs. Okay. But I'm going to tell you what it is. I think he's talking about um, George. Yeah. That's Chef Rev. No, the, the comedian. Oh, George. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Bless yes. your heart. I thought you were talking about George that came with us. Okay. Bless your heart. He'll be on the show today, I hope, anyway. But yes, he was hilarious. Wilborn. Good gracious. Mm -hmm. George Wilborn. George Wilborn. And let me tell you, when we were leaving, when we were leaving, Lisa I went on a hex. I had to go to run to the bathroom. And I was putting, I had my mask on and I was focused on the door. I wanted to catch up to Lisa. And I didn't see George to my left because a lot of times the headliner doesn't come out. Doesn't come out. Yeah. Although everybody else comes out. We're accustomed to taking pictures with the comedians. And most of the time the headline doesn't come out. But George was out. Okay, and I didn't see him at first, and he smacked me in the chest. And he's I said, What the thing? What's up? <laughs> I was like, Oh man, you were amazing. I love you. I said, Man, I gotta take a picture with you. And he says, Yeah, let's do that. And we took a picture together, and it was great. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I didn't take a picture. I don't know what I was thinking. I was just I was not wanting to be lagging behind. I know you're how ahead of me. I know I was ahead of you, but that's only like by a second, and then and then all of a sudden you're standing there waiting for me and I didn't want that. So I just I just pew, head straight out. Oh, you should have took a picture of George. I know. Well, I the funny thing is I was taken off guard because just like he stopped you like that, he grabbed me. See? <laughs> I was like, wait, we don't touch people anymore. What are you doing? No. <laughs> he grabbed because you you're in his face. We were the so whole close. night. I guess we were kinfolk by that point. Oh, and then he got on me and Lisa together because we obviously were married. We were having a good time together. And he goes, I can tell you two role play, you know, with especially with those masks. Y'all had those masks. He said, yes, we do. He said, y'all had those masks before the pandemic. I'm sure y'all played the game where you broke in the house, didn't you? He was on us. It was hilarious. The whole show was hilarious. <laughs> but that's an important part of our um, weekends is taking a break from the regular day-to-day -day and then moving forward after that break. And it's really important to do that. I think it's important to shut, to shut, to, to end and begin, mm -hmm. to end and begin. And as I was... Um, as I was focusing on restarting and beginning to start again, I realized that this is the third uh, third Tuesday. And I'm grateful because sometimes it's important to have some camaraderie. And Women's Empowerment Networks allows us to have that camaraderie, even in the face of not everything being open, um, you know, even in the face of not being as touchy uh, and in person. Yeah. Virtually we can connect and you do need that. We all need some camaraderie. But I got the chance this weekend to actually physically connect with one of the ladies that I um, love, 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 right? I actually had a chance to get together over the weekend. We got together on Sunday for a little bit of ice cream and talk, sister talk, sisterhood. And it was a really, really needful. I enjoyed the time. That's great. That's great. So Lisa had some, and also um, not only do we have a great time on um, Friday night together, 
uh, was it Saturday? I had the um, the Punisher. Okay. Now I ordered them cigars. Uh, I like, I love cigars, no doubt about it. Love, love, love them. But every now and then as you research them, which I like to do, you run across something that's kind of odd, novelty. And there was a cigar called a Q Avena Punisher Jalapeno Popper. The Q Avena Punisher Jalapeno Popper. Hey, Brenda. Okay. Hey, good, that was the name of the good morning. Good morning. And I read all the reviews, and the reviews is like, if you like regular cigars, run in the opposite direction from this cigar. And this cigar is going to be this and that, and people saying I made it through, but I'm not going to smoke anymore. I'm reading all these reviews, and I wanted one. <laughs> good morning, Miss Brenda. Good morning, Katura. So they came Saturday. I ordered me 10 because he had to get them in a bundle of 10. And um, the MSRP on those things was 100 bucks. And I got it for 35 on cigar bid. So I like a bargain too. So I got my cue. I'm gonna punish you. And I couldn't wait to smoke it. And uh, I recorded it. And in the beginning, it was it was close to the reviews. It was very, very spicy, very spicy, like cayenne pepper spicy. But after you got past the first third, it got less and less strong. And by the end, it was almost damn near mild. But I have fun with it though. That's one thing I did. Had um, I ran across some really, really great intellectual thoughts on Saturday as well. So the smart, the, I, call, I talked to the smartest women I know. So the first smart woman I know, the smartest woman I know was Lisa. So I ran across this thought about men versus women, and I wanted to bounce it off of Lisa, and I got her perspective. And then after I thought about what Lisa was saying for a while, I was trying to make peace with it and seeing how it fits with the way I think. Mm -hmm. And then I called Brenda Booker Bull up as well. And we had us a great talk as well. So that was great intellectual thoughts and conversations I had with two smart women on Saturday. That was a, a big part of my weekend. I think that uh, when we're thinking about the millionaire mindset and we're thinking about if you want to be a millionaire, if you want, and it, maybe the number is not the number. Maybe it's the ability to do certain things. Maybe it's a goal that you want to accomplish, something that you want to heal or a problem that you want to solve, um, those things are more prevalent. Whatever it is, I think about, I as I think about the, the thing, I realize, again, it goes back for me to declaring and decreeing. And where does it stand with what God says is possible? Mm -hmm. And so when I think about that, I, I went back this, this morning, I went back to the Amazing Mindfulness cards. I actually uh, on last night, I actually got seven sheets of print paper and I wrote declarations on them in big, right? Because I can't see without my glasses if it's not big. Okay. So <laughs> I wrote it big and I put it on my bedside table so that when I woke up in the morning, I wouldn't have to worry about whether or not I had my glasses handy. I could look at these declarations oh, and I could I heard those papers fluttering around this morning. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. How you doing? And um, then, this, then during the show, I turned the card and one of the cards that I actually uh, enjoy a lot of is this one, the I will card. I will allow myself to dream big. Oh, I will oh, yeah. allow myself mm -hmm. to dream big because that was the first step in unlocking what's right or wrong. Remember, Brian talked a little bit earlier about 
um, what you focus on. And if you focus on certain things from your upbringing, they may be counterintuitive to what it is that you're actually in the process of trying to manifest. And for me, there was a lot of lack conversations. There was a lot of lack conversations. So renewing that area of my mind to abundance, renewing that area of my mind was not only about saying the right words, but it was also about seeing what God said about those words. Like it. Because I needed to have an authority above the authority that imprinted in the first place. And it also sounded, at least it sounded like you were going there, that you needed some some proof of concept. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that that's important. So um, when I look at the corresponding, and I'm going to get the corresponding um, scripture. First Chronicles? Yeah. All right. So she's going to pull that up there. And I'm excited to see where we're going to go with that part of it, too. Um, <clears throat> I want to say, uh, while Lisa's looking that up, the, what led to the conversation I had with Lisa and Brenda was at first I was researching um, how to get on TV, how to get become a featured speaker on TV and print and all that stuff. And as I was reaching this, researching this, a name came up. Her name was Rachel Rogers. And her book came up. The book is We Should All Be Millionaires. We should all be millionaires. So when I found that, I thought it was an interesting topic, an interesting title. So then I looked on YouTube and she had several videos and I started watching her stuff and it really, really inspired me. Rachel Rogers. That baby. The prayer, the um, first Chronicles 4, 9 and 10 is the prayer of Jabez. And um, Jabez called on God saying, oh, that thou would bless me indeed, enlarge my coast and that thine might be with me and that thou would keep me from evil that it may not grieve me, and God granted him that which he requested. So he requested the enlargement of his territory. That he doesn't cause harm. That he doesn't cause harm. That you protect me. That he is protected, and that um, he will be kept from evil. Yes. Now, a lot of times we focus on the enlarging of the territory. But I think it's equally important to focus on all of those things, that God's hand be with us in all that we're doing and that he and that we are mindful not to cause harm with our success. I think you're right. I love it. Uh, If you all don't know, Daryl Coley and the Tri-City Singers has an amazing version of the prayer of Jabez's song. It'll motivate you. I'm going to play it again. I'm going to get out here. Enlarge. Enlarge my territory. I mean, they get it in. They get it in. <laughs> oh man, it's one of my favorite versions of that song. You know, the prayer of Jabez. Oh Lord, bless me indeed. I pray for increase. And and that's harkens back to big choirs. You don't have no big choirs anymore. But anyway. <laughs> Well, not many. Now you got praise and worship teams. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are you believing for? What is it that you are desiring with your heart's desire? Um, Katora Green, do you want to be a millionaire? Brenda Booker Bull, do you even want to be a millionaire? I think it starts there. Dr. Beverly, do you even want to be a millionaire? Even Melissa Price, do you even want to? Charlie Currents, do you even want to? Do you want to? 
it starts with that thought. Yeah. And, and, and the beautiful thought about it is um, most of us can. Most of us have the ability to. But you got to want it first off. You know, that's probably why in the classic book, Think and Grow Rich, um, the first chapter is on desire. What do you really want? What do you really want? It goes from desire to faith next. Come on, man. The brilliance of that. (laughs) Katora says, I love it, Brian. Yes, that song. Yes. Yeah, of course you do. How could you not? Um, Dr. Beverly says, I have a billionaire mind. So therefore, I will be a billionaire. I am a billionaire. You know, a billionaire is a far cry from a millionaire. It's much more. <laughs> All right, Charlie. He says, not even being funny, Brian. I am a millionaire. Amen. Not even being fu- and I believe you. And I believe. And, and for you to be a millionaire, I am a millionaire. For you to be a millionaire, you had to have had, and there's no way of getting around this. You had to have had the thought process that it takes to be a millionaire. There's a way millionaires think. There's a way they go about their day. There's a way they fo- a way that what they choose to focus on versus what they choose to not focus on. And Katura says, most definitely my husband and I will be in that club. Amen. Dr. Deborah, good morning to you. Good morning. Are you still in the DC area? I got a little bit jealous of Dr. Deborah, baby. You know why? Because she traveled from North Carolina to DC via Amtrak on train. And we used to have so much fun traveling by train. I feel like I want to take another trip by train, baby. Okay. Let's go somewhere. Let's get on an iron, I mean, an iron, an iron horse and go somewhere. <laughs> okay. It's just a cool, and, and Lisa and I, I don't know what it is, um, maybe because we're good together, but we always meet cool people. We meet <laughs> cool people when we travel by train. You're still in D.C., okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we will see you when you get back. And be safe, my sister. Be safe. But do you even want to? The mindset matters. And um, one of the things Lisa was Lisa was just talking about uh, when you grow up in an added, I mean, environment where the pervasive mindset is this, this, and we don't have this, we can't afford that, we can't go there, we ain't got money for that. Then you have to renew that. You have to replace that. Understanding, yes. trying to just not think something as opposed to trying to, as opposed to replacing something are two different things. You can't just stop thinking nope, that way. you got to replace it. You've got to renew your mind. You've got to replace those thoughts with supporting thoughts that you can believe I think in. I once read in a book, famous book that we're supposed to renew our mind every now and then, I think is what it says. Renew our mind once a month. Is I think that's what it says. Is that right, baby? renewing of the mind is daily is what it says daily you gotta do it daily brother charlie current says you guys are so on it this morning and i'm loving this thank you sir we're loving it that we're loving that you're loving it and waiting to hear your contribution to it because that makes the show so much better um so but she was talking about people who grew up in environments with those pervasive thoughts and then i was listening to this just this morning she came up with this thing the concept of but versus the concept of and, but versus the and, the but versus the and, you know, I want to do this and this, but I got bills to pay. I want to start my own business, but I got to make sure that my house is taken care of. I want to, I want to send my kids on this trip, but I don't have the money for it. Um, But is a, a lack conjunction. 
but is an exclusionary con conjunction. You can have this or that, but you can have, but you cannot have this and that. And but is also a the biggest rhetoric word. But is an indicator. Whatever you say before you say the but, say the word but, versus what you say after you say the word but, the stuff you say after you say the word but is the stuff that you really believe. You believe that more. So if you say like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I can become a millionaire, but I got to knock these things out first. So Mr. Kevin. Wait, wait, I got to make that point. I got to drive it in. I got to drive this nail in. Okay. So in, even in sales and sales training, when we're talking to clients or uh, attempting to persuade people, when they say stuff like, I, I, I'm going to do it, but I got to knock this out first. We know what they said after they said the word, but is what they really believe. So we just would even ignore everything they say before they say the word, but completely ignore it because they don't mean that. They only mean the stuff they say after the word, but, and we say, but to ourselves a lot. And I think I can, uh, I want to go to, I want to go to Mexico or Cancun. I want to go to Cancun and I'm going to save my money to go to Cancun. But if they need, if they run short of the job, I can't go. That means they're preparing themselves not to. My God, baby. Well, what I was going to say was actually supporting that. Mm -hmm. I remember, and it, I probably remember this because it was Catholic school and there probably wasn't supposed to be cussing in the classroom, but my seventh grade teacher, Mr. Kevin Riddick, said everything after but is bullshit. You have canceled out everything you meant by what you say after but. But you canceled maybe. everything that you meant initially. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be on time. I'm going to uh, beat the other team. I'm going to, I'm going to, going to, going to, going to, but if I can't, oh, well, or, but if they do this or, but if they do that, but, but, but is what cancels out the power of your initial statement. And why does it cancel out? I believe he's right. And why does it cancel out? Because that's what you believe bigger. Um, Brenda Booker Bull says, this topic is so in line with my prayers and goals this morning. Um, this is my first day of claiming victory in all things. No excuses, no weapons, no lack mentality. I will, in all caps, exercise the authority given unto me with an exclamation point. Amen. Next, I touch and agree. That. I touch and agree as well. Dr. Beverly says, I'm going to Puerto Rico and then I am going to Hawaii. I don't see no buts in that, but I do see and. And ads. <laughs> and ads. Absolutely. Dr. Deborah says thoughts are things. We have to mind and mine our thoughts as if they are gold. Absolutely. That's right. Um, I want to go to Puerto Rico and I have the ability to do it. And I can save or invest or put aside or prepare mentally. Whatever I got to do, I can do it. I can do this and I can do that. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. But you should get with this because this is where it's at. Which I know, that's a freestyle rap I just did, though. Right. Because he's the black <laughs> sheep. We're the black sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. The way we think, Dr. Deborah, is absolutely right. Thoughts are things. It's You see it over and over in your life. It has manifested itself again and again and again in your life over and over and over again. Yes, it has. 
over and over again. The things you think about, you move towards. Things you really think about, you get all the time. Absolutely. When you need a place to live, getting a place to live was important to you, and you got one. Okay. Absolutely. When you needed a car, getting the car was important to you, you got one. Okay. Absolutely. All the time. So why not use this power to work for you? Yeah, actually, uh, it's funny because I actually did that exercise last night. Um, when you want to remember how abundance and how manifestation works, go back and acknowledge some of the manifestations <laughs> you already have. Little surprise. Thanks, B. Now I'm going to be singing it all day. You can get with this and you can get with that. You know, um, I've, morning, had, I've had a song in my head all yesterday and all night and this morning. Um, it was by my, my new favorite artist, artist Toby Nguige. Uh, I've got a million. I've got my first million. I've got my first million. I mean, that, that song has been in my head all day yesterday. And I mean, the opening lyric, my mama thought I was a joke, but now I got a million. <laughs> and it was straight from the mud. I mean, I, I am not doing it justice. Okay, I'm not doing it justice. But Toby Nguige, I mean, I was listening to him, a lot of him this weekend. Mm -hmm. Him and his crew, just they just inspired me, their energy. Yes, they are five five. Mm-hmm. Even his wife from that on that song particular five five, but she comes on, man. Her energy is crazy. <laughs> Ariana ain't the only one that do it, Grande. <laughs> I knew I'd be his fiance when he was broke on Causeway. <laughs> <laughs> she is in it. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it is about the renewing of your mind, the reinforcing of your mind, the shoring up of your mind, the focus of your mind, all of these things. That's why, that's what the word talks about over and over and over again. Putting it on your eyes, on your heart, in your ears, hearing it over and over and over so that you can build your faith in it. Um, just the last few minutes has reminded me, not only hearing it, but putting some energy behind it. What if you did it? I did this post product in 2013. What if you did everything that you normally do with more enthusiasm? What would happen to your life? Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because this morning I was I did a um, morning manna with um, okay. Pastor Tim. Oh, cool. Uh, and <clears throat> he was actually talking about the word fervent, the word fervent. And that is the fire that you put behind whatever it is that you do. Yeah. But both secularly and biblically, the word fervence means boiling. It means so hot that it is boiling. And if we actually conducted our prayers to God, our prayers Fervent. and uh, of 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 put of our goals. If we conducted them with fervent, how much will we increase their impact? I said enthusiasm. If we did everything more with enthusiasm, Lisa added fervent, and I didn't know what it actually meant. I didn't know the etymology of the word. That's that's really really great for me. Um, there was this uh, reporter that worked for a news station, and he had been working there for a while, and he could never figure out how he could never get promoted. You know, he could never get promoted. So he asked his boss, 
Um, you know, and they're supposed to meet every day. They meet every day at the office at nine. And he'd always show up on time, but he'd get there like right at nine. Okay. But he was always there on time. He says, man, other people get promoted ahead of me. Why is that? He says, man, you don't do anything with enthusiasm. With fervence. With fervence. He said enthusiasm. I know. I was replacing the word just for impact. He says, you do everything that you're supposed to do, but you don't really put everything you got into everything. You know, you don't never... You don't ever put the oomph in it. So he took the counsel from his boss and he's like, okay, I'm going to receive that. I'm going to actually, you know, act on that. The very next morning, uh, he showed up at work an hour late. Mm -hmm. What the heck? We just had this talk. You made promises to me that you were going to just start doing things. And the very next day, you're an hour late. He says, yes, we did make promises. And I'm going to tell you what happened. He goes, this morning, I was motivated after our talk yesterday. So this morning, when my alarm clock rang off, I smacked that alarm with enthusiasm. I jumped out of bed with enthusiasm, went in the bathroom. I brushed my teeth and washed my face with enthusiasm. I got dressed with enthusiasm. I tied my tie with enthusiasm. I got my bunch to get ready to come to work with enthusiasm. And on my way out, my wife was there. I kissed my wife with enthusiasm. And I ended up an hour late for work. Get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, when you kiss your wife with enthusiasm, that leads to other things, and you'll end up being late an hour for work. See, that was a funny joke, baby. But you didn't laugh. So that means, see, Melissa's dying. She thought it was hilarious. See? <laughs> you got to laugh at all my jokes because they're all funny. They're all funny. <laughs> Oh, See, Melissa got it. <laughs> I got it. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> but what if you did everything with fervence, even just for a day? For a day. Can you try? That's a challenge. Can you do everything with enthusiasm in a day? I think it will be more challenging than people don't realize. I did this one challenge one time on Facebook. Can you go a whole day without criticizing, condemning, or complaining? A whole day without criticizing anything or anyone, condemning anything or anyone, or complaining about anything. Can you go one day without doing that? Could you? Yes. Go a whole day yes. without criticizing, condemning, or complaining about anything. Yes. When are you going to start? you going to try it? Sure. When are you going to try it? Today. Okay. Lisa's going to try it. I think it'll be challenging for me, especially if I have to drive my car at all. <laughs> what? What? Did you just condemn something? No. What was you about to do, baby? Because I saw you go, <laughs> were you about to condemn me driving or something? No. The my attitude in driving? Is that what no. you was about to do? No, I was confirming it. Criticizing, con- condemning, or you complaining. You made the confession. Y'all all saw I did her. Was, was confirm she about it. to condemn my driving? Yes. So you didn't make it. No, I wasn't condemning it. I was <laughs> confirming it. Melissa said, I love the joke, Paul Paul. Thank you, of Melissa. <laughs> Thank you, my sister. Um, you're, the way you think matters. The way you move matters. Here's the other thing, too, about moving with enthusiasm and fervence. The feeling follows the action. So if you on purpose decide, <laughs> I'm going to do it with enthusiasm, I'm going to do it with a fervence, you will start feeling more enthusiastic. Yes. 
Melissa said, I will try the challenge and, in all caps, I can tell you I'm going to have to try again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Try again. This is a trip. This is three. Every time I inhale, I have to yawn. You need to take more singing lessons. There's singing lessons even on YouTube. It teaches you how to breathe, and that'll be helpful to you, baby. I promise you. Okay. When I do that every now and then, I do that for a few days or a week. I can sing really good. When I take singing lessons, and then I revert back to what I do. It's all good. Because I got a million. Um, Brother Charlie says, I was thinking this weekend that I truly have the best friends that a person could have. Where did I lose my spot? <laughs> that a person could have. And it has made all the difference in my life. What a beautiful, beautiful sentiment. And I believe you, sir. Melissa Price says, uh, Lisa laughed herself into a yawn right there. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> I know, Dr. Beverly says. I think Lisa's going to lose because if you include facial expressions, there's something she's going to have to work on because I don't know any, about anybody else, but I can read those facial expressions. And boy, oh boy, the things that face, the things she's saying with her face. <laughs> exactly. Very expressive, baby. Come on. That's a good challenge. Dr. Deborah said that's a good challenge. Can you go a day without criticizing, condemning, or complaining a whole day? Yep. Um, I got that from uh, Mr. John Wooden, who's a legendary um, basketball coach from UCLA. And he was saying we should never do those things, criticize, condemn, or complain. Now, how can a coach of men do that without criticizing, condemning, or complaining? It <laughs> seems impossible, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lisa got some facial expression. Yep. And guess who else has facial expressions? You do too, everybody. That you know. is hilarious. I think you couldn't do that without a real commitment to a strategy. When I feel compelled to condemn or criticize, I'm going to do something else or say something else or, or snap a rubber band on my wrist whenever I feel it coming on. I think you got to have some tricks and tools to get that done. Maybe. So today's topic was mindset, how you're thinking. And the central question was, do you even want to be a millionaire? Um, there was a thought. I was listening to Rachel Rogers this morning. First off, she says, if you are anything other than a straight white man, if you're anything other than a straight white man, that means women, that means all people of color, and if you become a millionaire by being anything other than a straight white man, you are revolutionary right then. And you're a better role model right then. It was just until the early 70s. Just think about this. Women in this country couldn't even have a credit card until the early 70s. Credit card, something like that. Women weren't even available to get it until the early 70s. That's not that long ago. That's in our lifetimes. Brother Mark Greer, I'm so happy that you're here. He says, uh, time spent complaining is time taken away from improving things. Absolutely. Um, Dr. Beverly says, empowerment duo family, no criticizing, no complaining or condemning. Try it just for today and then watch it spew over into tomorrow mm. and the next day. We should be experts at not complaining, not criticizing, and not condemning. And that means our life is going to change. Now, Dr. Bailey, that sounds like you're ready to pick up that mantle and give that a shot. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Mindset. 
do you even want to be a millionaire? You know, and um, again, I keep going back to Rachel because it's so prevalent to me right now. She's really, really talking about women and to women. She wants women to use their gift, skills, and talents to become millionaires. And she just thinks it means so much more when a woman when a woman does it. When a woman when a woman does it, she thinks it means more. Why is she right, Lisa? I don't know. Oh. I don't know enough about her. I told you I don't. I don't really resonate as much with her as you do. <clears throat> um, Brittany says complaining isn't going to change anything. No, it really isn't. It really is not. Have you ever had anything positive change? Well, you kind of gotten your way sometimes by change by complaining. We all have. If you complained in a restaurant, they gave us a different thing, a meal, took it back. Okay. <laughs> but I was about to say, and then I caught myself, has complaining ever been ended up working in your favor? Hmm. Coach, I, I think I can't say that now. Coaches complain to the refs all the time. Even if they don't win that challenge right now, even if they don't get their way right now, they're hoping that if they keep complaining to the referees, it will influence his opinion on the next call that's similar to this. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. The next call. Yeah. That yeah. might not change this one, but it might change the next one. Right. Um, Beverly says, in my lifetime, with my five children and my two sisters, four children that I raised, I believe I spent more than a million dollars on food, clothes, and school. And school. Wow. I believe but you're right. That means, yeah. And, and likely, um, if you're oh, over goodness. 40, likely you've earned a million dollars. You've yep. earned over a million dollars. Um, just most didn't, of us you just did money, it incrementally. <laughs> and most of us put that money in our bellies. We spend too much on food and clothing. That's where it goes. Your leg is asleep? It fell asleep for some reason. Is it because you were I was asleep? on it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, and one more thing, too, that happened to me that was revolutionary this weekend for me that caused me to have to spend a lot of time and thought. But one of my very best friends in life, um, his brother named Thomas. Now, he moved away to Ohio um, about 12 years ago, 12, 13 years ago. So him and I haven't been together. But before then, for those 12 years before then, we were together like every day. We were best friends. He was my assistant manager. And wherever I went, when I left one company, I always brought Thomas with me. And because uh, him and I, he's my drinking buddy. He was at my house. He was at my mom's house, all that. We were this tight. And I'm three years older than him. And he called me um, Friday night while we were in the comedy club. But I didn't take the call because I was in the show. And I didn't return a call after the show. I forgot. It slipped my mind. But he called me again yesterday. And we was on the phone for almost an hour. And what he informed me was, Brian, um, I went ahead and I got the big C. I says, Thomas, you got cancer. He goes, yes. He says, it's stage four. It's aggressive. And um, um, I wanted you to know. And I said to my friend Thomas, I say, okay, Thomas, that means that we're in a fight right now. He goes, no, man, this is a battle. I said, okay, we're in a battle right now, Thomas. He goes, yes. So we talked, and uh, I wanted to encourage my friend, and I think I was able to. We laughed and talked about some of the old times and and what he's going to do going forward. He has an 18-year-old son um, that I knew as, as a baby. But he says, my son has heard about you his whole life, Brian. He knows that you're my best friend. He's heard about you his whole life. If something should happen to me, I want you to be there for my son. I promised him I would. I promised him I would. I talked to his son yesterday on the phone as well. Um, 
but we're going to fight this. We're going to do everything we can to win this battle, me and Thomas. And we did not allow, neither one of us would allow this to happen to, to let either one of us hold on to negative thoughts for any length of time. And we was only going to be encouraging to each other. I told him things like, um, because I love him so dearly, you know, don't let yourself start carrying cancer patient, dying cancer patient mannerisms, you know, like walking like people that are dying and talking like people that are dying, sitting like people that are dying. And he understood immediately because we've talked about these kinds of things forever. We've talked about these kinds of things. You could tell who has come by the way they walk, talk, sit and stand. Okay, you can just tell their physiology. So I was reminding my loving brother of his physiology. But that's something else that's important to me. Um, he's not the least bit sad about the situation, and I'm not either. But we recognize that we're in a battle right now. Amen. Thank you. Uh, Brittany says she's praying. Oh, I don't want your leg to go back to sleep. <laughs> um, thank you for praying for your before. prayers. Well, you uh, your leg, I you know. do it every, all the time. I do it every day. Um, for praying for Thomas. I appreciate that. Dr. Beverly, thank you. She says, and we're going to fight and we're going to win. First, we're going to stop owning the sea, amen, and tackle that mug like we're on a football field. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we are going to assemble the scriptures that we know affect, um, that we know affect the manifestation now. of healing. We are going to stand on the scriptures and the prayers and the thoughts and the words that we, we have know. to do that. But he, Thomas was never a churchgoer. Okay. He came to church for my events. Like when I got baptized at age 28, Thomas was there for me. When I, when I got married in the church, he was there for me. When my children got christened in the church, Thomas was there. He shows up to church, but he does not subscribe. Matter of fact, it's so hardcore with him. That um, I said, Thomas, you know, I told him I got ordained in 2018. I told him, I says, look, man, can I pray for you? I asked my friend, can I pray for you on the phone? And he says, Brian, you can pray for me any way you want, but you really have to do that without me there. Um, I can't do that with you. I love you, but I don't want to be a part of the prayer. I don't buy into it. Um, I'm, and he won't. Okay. And he can defend himself verbally, too. So I had to pray for Thomas without him there. So you guys have to pray with me for Thomas because he won't allow me to pray for him in his presence. That was hard for me yesterday on the phone. Brother Mark says we can all find, we all can find something to complain about. At what cost? Complaining is paid for by neglecting what you mm. have to be grateful for. Don't complain about the things you have no control over make a major impact on those things that you do. Yes, Absolutely. yes, yes. Um, Melissa Price, thank you, Mark. Mark always going to give you one. Melissa Price says, I love this, brother. We can all find something. How many times have we said it on here and you've thought in your life? We find everything that we're looking for. If you're looking for a reason to complain about your spouse, you can find one. If you're looking for the good about your spouse, you can find that too. Dr. Beverly says, if he never steps foot in the church, let him know that the big C has been canceled and that the root, the blood of Jesus is against it and no weapon formed against Thomas will prosper. Amen. We know that to be true. Him being attached to Lisa and Brian, say these words, Lisa, you sing the song, everything attached to me wins. Amen. And Dr. Deborah, thank you for joining in your prayers. Amen. We thank you. Are thank you. Thank you. I feel actually... Right now, Dr. Beverly, what you just said, and Melissa, what you just said, and, and all you guys, I feel your strength 
from line. I feel it from this virtual space. I feel your prayers helping me to be strong for Thomas. Like, matter of fact, because of what you guys just have written, I feel compelled to call Thomas again this morning to encourage him some more because now I know I got my backup. See, I got my backup. You know, I can go fight more now because you guys going to pray with me. Amen. That's like going to go face the bully. I can go face the bully when I got my big brothers with me, you know, my cousins with me because I got my backup. <laughs> Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all pray with me for Thomas. Okay. Um, Thomas also, he's been a single dad since his son was seven and his son is 18 now. Uh, his mom, the baby's mom left. She left. So Thomas has been a single dad this whole time. And um, everything he does, he wants to include his son in. Like if I invite Thomas anywhere, okay, me and TJ. I told Thomas we're moving to Puerto Rico. He goes, man, that's on my bucket list to go to Puerto Rico. I've always wanted to go. I said, well, next spring we'll be there, Thomas. You can come. He says, great. Me and TJ want to be there. That's That was immediately out of his mouth. Me and TJ. Thank you, God, in advance for healing Brother Thomas. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for that. She um, said, I've spent all. Thank you, Melissa. I feel your help. I was trying to see the rest of that. I didn't yeah. see the rest of it. Um, she says, I've spent all month praying over cancer patients and survivors. Really? When two or more touch and agree, it is so. In Jesus' name, may he be healed. Amen. Yes, in Jesus' name, may he be healed. I really want him healed. Dr. Beverly says, call Thomas and tell him that the vision has been written. It's in the atmosphere. And God said, write the vision and make it plain. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Beverly. And I will tell him just those words. I will tell him that. I'm not going to tell him how you guys have rallied this morning, even though we all know how you feel, Thomas. My friends, my backup, my prayer warriors, we got you. You know, and it's We've said it a lot of times. Even people who think they don't believe in God, they still call out to God in times of trouble, in times of despair. They call out to God, too. And so will Thomas. He will end up calling out for God. He will. He'll come to God. I know he will. That's so funny, you know, because he'll show up in church for, for his friends. But that's it. But you don't know the origin of it. You don't know the origin I of don't, that hurt. I don't, you don't yeah. know the origin of that that situation. So it's one that you can't. Um, yeah. Without understanding, the, he might not even know the origin of it. So. It's nine fifty. We didn't even bother with our songs yet. Can we give it a try? Amen. Oh, yeah, Melissa, Melissa Price says we got you, Thomas. With prayer hands, get ready to to witness your own miracle. Amen. Okay. We won't go through our greeting songs. The reason why, I, even though we don't have much time today, and I still want to do it because you matter. You guys matter. Showing up matters. So if we can thank you in any kind of way we want to, and the way we choose to thank you is with the greeting songs and greeting logos for our regular contributors. Up first today was Miss Melissa Price. Do you want to read that first? Um, Dr. Beverly says, everybody who has healing power right now, schedule your hands to your computer screens towards Lisa and Brian so they can take that power of healing back to Thomas in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Up first is our friend, Miss Phyllis George. Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. Um, Beverly says stretch forth. We got it. Um, Melissa Price, 
Melissa's on. Now it's time for us to sing her song. Melissa's on. Good morning, Miss Melissa Price. Hey, Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning again, CC and Charlie. Thank you guys for tuning in. Couture Green, back to life. Back to Katora Green. However, do you want it? However, However do you need it? Do you need it? <laughs> Good morning, Katura. Dr. Beverly's here. Dr. Beverly is on the show. Miss Brenda Booker Bull is here as well. <clears throat> It's tricky to buy our home or sell our home. Don't do it alone. Choose Brenda. Hey, choose Brenda, 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 Brenda. It's tricky to buy our home to sell our home. Don't do it alone. Choose Brenda. Hey. Choose, choose Brenda, 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 Brenda. Brenda. Good morning. Congratulations, Brenda. She sold another home this weekend. Yes. And good morning. Good morning, Dr. <coughs> Deborah. Dr. Deborah's here. Dr. Deborah. Healing. Deliverance Coach. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Squirrel Lady. Good morning to you this morning. I'm grateful that you Brittany Thomas is here to hang out with us on today. Hey, Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany Thomas. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany. It's your time. It's your time. Yeah. Melissa Price says, Miss Brenda's song. Now I'm going to have two songs stuck in my head all day. I'm telling you, it's worth your time to talk to Brenda Booker Bull on the phone. Absolutely. Brother Mark Greer is here. <clears throat> so wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. So high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under a groove. He's getting down just for the funk of it. Mark Greer is under a groove. Nothing can stop us now. Hey, Brother Mark. Thank you for joining today. Tomorrow, we have an awesome guest that's coming on, uh, Mr. Brad Wilder. He is a two-time empowerment author, and we are excited to have him showcase his second book in the journey, The Warrior Princess. Don't he, we have another guest later this week, too? Miss Kern Crockett Cherry? Yes. Thursday, I think. I think we got so. two guests this week. And on next week, we have a guest as well. So we are actually looking forward to really, really, really bringing some amazing folks to you and to share with you and to share you with. So yes. thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Make that three songs in my head. Mark Greer's under groove. Nothing can stop him now. It's nothing can stop us now. Come on. Nothing can stop us now because Mark Greer's under, under a groove. Absolutely. So we look forward to seeing you here tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern on the Empowerment Network, the Empowerment Duo Show. And don't forget to have sex. Because we did this morning. 